the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. And you you guessed it, I am he. And you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Live in life like it matters. And today, uh, I'm going to go to the core. I know, John, they're probably surprised that I go deep, but I, I like to go deep. I'm not a surface dweller. Right on. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't snorkel. Uh, scuba dive, let's go. Uh, put it on. A self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. That's why, because we're going to be down there for a while. So I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go to the core. I'm going to go to our nature, our spirit, our hearts, our attitude, our lot in life. Isn't that incredible? People call it their lot in life. That's permanent. A lot's part of the dirt. It's earth. That's my lot. That's my cemetery. That's my ball and chain. That's just the way it is. Life's a beach, beach ball, and then you die, right? The good book has a proverb that says a dog returns to its vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. We're going to go into that today. Why? Because that's what dogs and pigs do, right? Why does a cat meow? It's a cat. Why does a dog bark? It's a dog. Why do we do what we do? Yeah, because that's what we've been programmed to do. Just like that duck, you know, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, John, what do you think it is? Yeah, it's a duck, right? That's what we've been programmed to do. See, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And that's why if you want lasting change, it must occur from the inside out. And today I'm going to be joined by a couple of great gentlemen uh, who were a part of my last uh, Leadership Awakening class. And I want you to know, change is possible. And long-term change is possible when it's done right. And so today I want to unpack this concept, Prodigal Pigs No More, Team 2, 2, 3, 4. Now, Prodigal Pigs, what is he talking about? Well, most of us, whether you're a a Bible-believing Christian or not, you probably heard the story of the prodigal son, right? You know that one. You know, rich man has two sons, and uh, one likes the good life, not the life he's living that he doesn't think's that good. You know, the grass is always greener on the other side. So he says, hey, Dad, uh, I know you're not dead yet, but I want half your stuff. You know, I have a right to half your stuff. So, hey, give me your stuff. I'm uh, ready to go out on my own. Your stuff when you're dead does me no good, so I want your stuff now. Now, by Jewish law, he could have killed him. He could have had him stoned. And I don't mean uh, roll him up and smoke him stoned. I mean stoned, killed. But you know what the father did? The father did honor him. Okay, sure. Here's your uh, inheritance. Uh, here's your blessing. Go, son. He goes and he spells, spends on all kinds of dirty stuff. Prostitutes and liquor and drugs and sex and porn and 
All the well, I guess we all know now. It's not written there. Don't tell me Las Vegas isn't in the Bible. Can you use it right to there. open a beer? Right? Yeah. Right. He went there and he experienced the quote Las Vegas lifestyle. It, it stayed in the pig pen. What happens in the pig pen stays in the pig pen. Right. And so he runs out of money. And what do you know? When you run out of money, you also run out of friends. And what do you know? When you run out of friends, you also run out of opportunities to have a shelter over your head or someplace to lay your head. And so he was without work. He was without anything. And so uh, he got a job as a pig farmer. And, you know, think about this. In Jewish days, a pig was the worst creature ever. A pig farmer was, uh, you're basically following dogs around and picking up their poop and holding onto it. That, to a Jewish person, is what a pig farmer would be. And so it got so bad that not only was he a pig farmer, but he had no place to sleep. He had no food to eat. So he actually ate what the pigs ate. And he slept in that stuff. And he said, you know what? This is crazy. My daddy is wealthy. My daddy's up the hill there. And he has even his servants eat better than this. And they sleep better than this. And so he said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to humble myself. And I'm going to go ask my daddy. Uh, I, don't, I don't deserve to be your son. But, man, can I be your servant? Can I be your slave? Can I, can I just work for you, daddy? Because uh, even working for you is way better than uh, this. And so the uh, story goes, he goes up, he starts getting close, and as he's getting close, his dad's been looking for him. He's been sitting on the porch, and his dad ran toward him. That Jewish man didn't do that. You had to pick up your skirt. Uh, you had to pick up your skirt and run. And it was a, it, you didn't do that as a Jewish man. People ran to you. You didn't run to anybody. That's a picture of our father. And so we know it as the, as the prodigal son, but it should be really prodigal sons because the other son was Mr. Religion. The other son stayed but was bitter and griping and thought that he deserved more because of what he did. It was all workspace. So, but then there's a saying in the Bible that I quoted, 2 Peter 2.22, that says this, A dog returns to its vomit, and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. Now think about this. And why do they do that? Because that's their nature. That's their nature. And see, a dog and a pig uh, to a Jew were the two worst things. But here's what it's saying. See, just like that prodigal son. Think about this. When that prodigal son, if he in the pigsty, if he would have died while he was slopping for pigsty, was he in the pigsty eating it? Here's the question. Would he have died a pig or would he have died the son of the father? See, he was behaving like a pig, but he wasn't a pig. He was the son of the father. And so even if he would have died in the pigsty, he would have died as a son, not as a pig. And see, that's what this other parable means, that a dog returns to his vomit, and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. See, you can take a pig out of the mire. You can clean it up. You can wipe it down. You can send it to manners training. You can put a Bible in its hand. You could put a bow on its neck. Uh, you could put a flower in its hair. But you know what? It's a pig. And at some point, it's going to want to wallow in the mire. At some point, it gets its comfort. It cleans itself. It scratches itself. It is wired to roll in the mud. And that's another reason why the Bible says don't cast your pearl among the swine. Because you have something of great value. It's called you. It's called your wisdom. It's called your experience. And to cast it at the feet of people who won't use it, who won't value it, who will just trample on it like a pig and a pearl. Don't you get it?
Why do I tell you this story? Because there's a lot of prodigals out there. See, that boy was a son of the father, no matter where he was, but he was behaving like he was something he wasn't. And that pig was always a pig. And even though he went in the father's house, he was still a pig. He never changed his identity. He never changed his spirit. He just changed the outside. And what's great about what I do, ladies and gentlemen, is I create an environment where each individual has to take a 100% honest look at themselves. See, life pulls on us. And all of a sudden, we're a son that's acting like a pig. And maybe to fit in, we're a pig who's acting like a son. But one thing's true. The good, the proverb says, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Because when the pressure gets so great, when everything else gets taken away, you'll find out who you got. And today, you're going to hear from a couple graduates who maybe they weren't acting like pigs. But they were not living to their full potential. And this weekend, they learned that they're better than that. They got a chance to pull off the rat race of life and take a look at their life, to ask themselves questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that God breathed life into this carbon-based life form? What difference did it make that the God of the universe created life in me? And for some of us, he chose to call us his own, to call us out, to separate us, to make us holy so that we too can make a huge impact. And today I want to give you hope. I want to give you hope that the prodigal always comes home. Whether you're talking about the prodigal son or the prodigal pig, we all come home. But I'm going to tell you right now, most of us are sons and daughters. We're better than this. Just because you've been acting like a pig doesn't make you a pig. It's time to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. Because we're better than that. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about the prodigal pig. No more with Team 234. I'll be right back. Who am I? I don't know. You talking to me? Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. 
text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new wet technology water softener. Do it right the first time. ContactCommerce.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. There is no greater purpose in life than to live your life like it matters. Because that's the reason for existence. And we get so bogged down, so dirty down with just life. We're getting through stuff, getting through the next week, getting through the next pay period, getting through the next month, getting through the next school year, getting through the next summer, getting through the next divorce, getting through the next marriage, getting through the next baby, getting through the next cold season, getting through the next hot season, getting through the next termite season, getting through the, woo! Anybody sick and tired of being sick and tired? And not only that, then we got shiny objects, we got squirrels, we got distractions, and then we got trauma and drama. Right, we all have pain, some more so than others. Some God trusts some of us more than some of you folk out there, because pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. And if you haven't had that much pain, then you can't really help that many people. More pain, if you use it for the better instead of the bitter, you can help more people. Amen. Why do you think I get to help so many people? Because I know what it feels like to hurt. I got street cred. See, most people, if you want to know what's really going on in their head, remember the ones that when you ask them how they're doing, they say, I'm doing great. Awesome. Yeah, I'm good. You want to know what's really going on in their head? Hey, John, why don't you drop that for me? I feel all dead inside. I'm banked up in a dark corner. And I don't know who's hitting me. Yeah, do you know this, that uh, the body naturally can defend itself, that when the body sees a blow coming, someone coming to punch you, it tightens up a certain spot. And so when you put a bag over someone's head and you start punching them, uh, they can't defend themselves. That's why what we did to Jesus, when we put a bag over his head and we punched him and spit on his face and knocked him around and say, oh, oh, Messiah, tell us who's hitting you. Aren't you, right? That's why it's bad. And so that's how a lot of people feel. But you come to my training, I get you cleaned up. Matter of fact, let's go to the phone lines. Let's see how cleaned up we can get. Uh, let's go to line number two. Dalad, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? Oh, Mr. Black, I am doing great. It is, isn't it amazing? So good. Yeah, it's amazing. You oh know, 48 hours, 48 hours. If, if, I, if someone would have told you with 48 hours in my training that you could go from where you were Thursday night 
to where you are today or where you were Saturday, I mean, what would you say to them if they told you that before that experience? How? How is that even yeah. possible? Yeah, what, I would what say impossible. Selling? What? Yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> what are you selling? What kind of psychotropic drugs? Are those those new mushrooms I read about? <laughs> you know, what, are, what, are you, what are you talking about? Because that ain't possible. But, you know, you're blessed because uh, you have uh, uh, good people in your life. You know, uh, the Rhodes, Mike Rhodes and Brian Rhodes, you know, with Ecotint in Las Vegas, they, they've invested in a lot of people. They probably sent 60 people to my training, and they buy classes and give them. And they approached uh, you about going. They said, hey, I got a gift for you, uh, and I'd love to bless you for it uh, with it. And you took them up on their offer. Thursday night, be honest, when you went into class, where were you at mentally, emotionally? Where were you at Thursday night before class? Well, Thursday night, I was trying to figure out potentially what would be going on, but uh, I tried to stifle those kind of thoughts because I, I, I did not believe that Brian would would put me into something that that would either hurt me or manipulate me in some kind of yeah. negative way. So I did my yep. best to, to have that, to have faith um, yep. that what I was about to go through would be for my benefit. And holy cow, I, I, I couldn't have been more correct in, in that yeah. assessment. Um, yeah, and, and, so and Thursday is if – hey, uh, yeah, Dallin, Dallin, is it fair to say that when you went into my class, before you got to my class, that you were struggling? That you were struggling with um, oh. emotional stuff? I mean, give us a kind of – where were you at mentally and emotionally before you came into Leadership Awakening? I wasn't. I wasn't in control. I didn't have my heart. Um, I, my whole life, I didn't even realize that I wasn't even in the, the, in the driver's seat or the captain's chair of my own ship. And to make matters worse, my, I, wasn't, I was never connected to my heart, and I never realized that. And my whole life was just utter chaos because my brain was in control. And when the brain is in control, it's, it's chaos. It doesn't feel. It, doesn't, it does what it wants, and what it wants has absolutely it's just all yeah. over the place and it, and is it like, fair to say um, dallin i'm sorry dallin i was gonna say is it fair to say you have a lot of pain and hurt that people have done things to you you've been through things that are very traumatic very painful is that fair to say that would be extremely accurate an extremely yeah. accurate thing to say and you, you've been struggling with all that and you basically in the process and you're a man we hear about this with women all the time you're a man but it, it, you said in class you said you got your voice back you said you know you were basically checked out that you're on autopilot and you didn't speak up for yourself and now i mean uh, again are the, those are things you said that's how is that how you felt going when you before you went into class that and I couldn't speak up because my voice, my, my brain wouldn't let me. It would, it would try and feed what I wanted and throw it back at me, which would create even more chaos. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I have a saying here, and please, it's a National Mental Health Awareness Month, and so I'm not making light of it, but it's just a good point. I say it out loud all the time I'm schizophrenic, and so am I. Uh, because it just it's illogical sometimes. It's illogical sometimes because what we tell ourselves, and what we believe, someone on the outside is going like, how could you possibly believe that? How could you possibly think that about yourself? And see, that's what I was talking about beforehand, about the prodigal pig. So you can take a pig and put a suit on it. You can put a Bible in his hand. You could dress it up. You could give it a teaching degree. 
but a man returns to his vomit, right? And a, right, and a salad clinger. We go to what we know, and if that's all we know is pain and hurt and brokenness. And in order to get through that pain and hurt and brokenness, as a young person, as a child, then we start acting in certain ways, so we don't. So we make it as painless as possible. We just survive. We just get through it. But then we grow up. But we never reassess those belief systems. We never reassess the behavior that stems from those belief systems. And so here we are. We're son of the father, but we're acting like a pig. Sound familiar? That is absolutely accurate. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? God gave it. I was listening to Jay Vernon McGee. Yeah, it's stunning. Uh, it's the prodigal. We talk about the prodigal son, but it's also the prodigal pig. That's what Second Peter 2.22 says. And when you realize and you know who you are, you're a child of the risen king. You're a powerful man. You rose up in that class. You start out at, at one of the lowest people, and they're broken, and you rose up through the whole thing. You became one of my leaders uh, in the class, and that's tough training. It's situational leadership, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you can do that in my class, and you did, then you can do that in life, but you got to believe it. And the problem is if you don't believe it, you'll act as if you're not. But if you do believe it, you'll act as if you do. That's what Henry Ford meant when he said, if you think you can or think you can't, you are correct. And you know this now, Dallin, that our belief systems, they dictate everything, don't they? And what's different today? You believe different things about yourself. You believe some things on Thursday about yourself, but today you believe some different things. What do you believe about yourself that's so much more powerful today? I used to, up until now, I used to... to to have, I used to try to have faith that I was a son of God. I know that I'm a son of God. I know my, my purpose is to help people. If I, um, at Walmart, uh, Saturday night after training, I, I would look around and I would try and look at people and I try and see what, uh, not correction. I, I would look at them and focus yep. on them and see what they Yep. What would bring them joy? If I were to stroke, that's that one thing that would bring them joy that they yep. have pride in and, and would lift them up. And I did it. Uh, yep. There was a gentleman that, that, cool? that uh, I could tell it was his beard. And it was a beautiful beard. And I went up to as I was passing him, I said, hey, man, I love your beard. It's just such a beautiful beard with all the emotion. That, that that I could bring to to him, and he just lit up, and he was, yeah. and his whole countenance was just lifted, and I did that multiple times. Yeah. And, and no, I want I want to address that, <laughs> Dallin. I want to address that because a lot of people might say, "Well, that's not a big deal." It is a big deal to people. The words we're, we're called to be. It is because <laughs> we're called to be encouragers, and the word encourage means to put courage into somebody. And we're all struggling. I've worked. I've. I walked to that class with you seven people. You know those brothers of yours inside and out, don't you? Uh, better than I ever knew myself before yep. that class. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I, now think <laughs> about this, Dallin. I know 15,000 people that way. 15,000 people that way. I've been th- So I, I would think it's fair to say, and you know this, I know people, right? Yes. People want to know they matter. 
People want to know they're special. People want to love and be loved. People want to provide for their kids. People want to have safety. You know, I don't care what the skin color. I don't care what your religiosity. We all want the same things. We're far more similar than different. Hey, we're getting ready to go. What's the last thing you'd like to say to our listeners? Anything you'd like to share? Um, you know, should people go to this training? Why should they go? You got about a minute, quickly. Go to this training. If you don't, oh my, if you have the opportunity to go and you don't, you are missing out on one of the biggest things that will ever change your life. And I, I, I listened to people in, in, in this class that didn't believe it, that they, that they would change, that they were totally blown away. I was totally blown away. Get up, go and do it. Believe in yourself. Believe in this training. It is amazing. And yeah, Mr. Black is absolutely a man called of God to do this, nah, to help well, us. Very, that's what he wants, kind. and he does it. Amen. Well, that's very kind of you, brother. Very kind of you. I'm just a broken man like everybody else. But uh, I do have a I do have a process that works and has been doing it for 30 years. And, Dallin, you're living proof. And we're coming back to Vegas August 18th, Dallin. So let's get someone that, you know, let's get a starfish in, okay? Well, the, the, the hope is to get my wife in there. Amen. 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 I hope to get my wife in there because she's, she's showing interest. So. Amen. And then and to be equally yoked is sweet. It's like having a brand new honeymoon. All right, brother. Got to go. God bless you. We'll talk soon. God All right, ladies you. and gentlemen. After the break, you're going to get some more hope. We're going to be piling it on. We'll be right back. I feel all dead inside. Why don't you say something righteous and hopeful for a change? Why don't you dig how beautiful it is out here? Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. the, The Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule 20% of the general population have hearing loss and can't understand speech in noisy places. The universal blue and white hearing loss sign, imprinted with a capital letter T, means that a hearing loop is installed. Switch your hearing aids or cochlear implants into the T or telecoil mode for clearer speech. Contact your audiologist or instrument dispenser to learn more about this technology. Paid for by the Minnesota Commission of the Deaf, Deaf, Blind, and Hard of Hearing, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack, oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh. 
We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Life in capitalism always ends in billionaires. This thing that we live in starves people. Contemplate this on the tree of woe. Whoa. I am black and you are back to being under construction. You know, that's what it's about. You know, we can't really change our past. We just got to accept it. It's a cancel check. And we can't really change the future. It's not really guaranteed if you think about it. Uh, we got to live in this place called the now. Uh, it's the now where change takes place. It's the now where, where passions are realized. It's the now. See, and if I don't like my past, then I could draw that line in the sand and say up until now. And then I can start doing something different. And that's where the saying time heals all wounds comes in. Because it's not really that time heals the wounds. What it is, the process of time expiring and moving allows for there to be distance from what you used to do to what you do now. See, what happens is we, we misplace our identity for our behavior. And see, they're two different things. Behavior can be changed pretty easily. But identity is hard to change. That's the story of the prodigal son. That's the story of the prodigal pig. Now, the story of the prodigal son, the way I told you, you never heard that one because that won't sell many books and that won't bring about a lot of fear. But I'm going to tell you right now, the son was always a son, even when we left his father disgracefully. The son was always a son, even when he slopped around in the pigsty. The son was always the son, even when he came back stinky and smelling like pigs. Gross. It's still the son. He just acted like a pig. And just the same way you can take a pig out of the slop and clean it up and give it a Bible and give it a bib and give it a job and give it a dictionary. But at some point, it's going to go back to the slop. At some point, it's going to oink, oink all over you because it's a pig. That's what pigs do. See, the key is to separate your behavior from your identity. Just because you've been doing something this way for a while doesn't mean you can't go back home to who you originally were. And with that being said, let's go to the phone lines. Let's welcome uh, Jed to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Jed? Fantastic, Mr. Black. How are you? Thanks for having me. You know, 
Uh, I'm in the hands of God. Well, I'm, uh, it's an honor to have you, my friend. Honor to have you. So you're from the beautiful city of Sacramento in that foreign country called California, right? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so what, what brought you outside my door? Uh, you know, everything brings somebody to me. I always ask people when they get in front of me, what brought you to me? So what brought you to the outside of my door Thursday night? Well, um, you know, I've been seeking out something, and I wasn't really quite sure what it was. You know, being a CEO in our company, um, just not really sure where I was at in my life, what I wanted, what my passion was, what my goals were. And uh, I spoke to a guy named Brad, and uh, he really recommended this strongly through my dad and through me, and he said this class would be um, an incredible experience. So. I figured, what the heck, I might as well sign up and see what it is. Yeah. I had really no yeah. idea what I was getting into, none whatsoever. None at all. So. <laughs> none at all. That's what's so funny. Yeah. You know, he's a CEO of a company. His dad created a company, what, about 40 years ago? How old is Iron Mechanical? Iron's only about 15 years old, yep. Okay, 15, 15 years old. Your dad's been doing it in business for 40 years. but So about 15 oh, yeah. years he's old, dad has yeah. 40 plus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he created this great company, and Brad, who owns Descor Builders, uh, actually he's re- retiring now, this transition of ownership there. Brad and Neil built the, their company using this training uh, as a foundation for their company. And so you, you're you wanting to take over this thing and kind of make it your own, take what your dad did and take it to another level. But, but basically, you, you, you didn't have a purpose. You had a good job. You're a good team member uh you're a good looking guy you got a good wife you got a good kids i mean i mean jet's life is pretty good before you ever walk through my door right oh yeah i mean i would have told you i had a perfect life you know and i yep. and i do i do i have yeah. a great life um, yep absolutely gosh dang you know but the class i was leaving made you look different huh yeah there you go what was it i'm oh, sorry man, absolutely yeah i was leaving a lot on the table i mean at home at work Everywhere yeah. in my life, I was just leaving stuff on the table, and I don't want to do yeah, that anymore, that. and I'm not doing that yeah. anymore. Yeah. See, that's what we call good enough. See, people like Jed. Jed's a good-looking guy. Uh, he, he's uh, uh, what? excuse my language, but we're joking about this. He's a member of the Lucky Sperm Club. He, he's He's got it going good for him. He has g- good family, good bones, good – I mean, it's, it's it's well. And before, he was still doing good. He was still being a good employee or a good t- a boss, good team member. He was still being a good husband. But in the class, he said he learned he was leaving stuff on the table. There are two places to leave our stuff leaders you can leave it on the table and that's a sales analogy that means you grabbed a hold of low hanging fruit you grabbed the easy stuff someone gave you a dollar and you grabbed it where they should have been giving you a hundred dollars because they needed a b and c the other place to leave your stuff is on the field and that's when you expend yourself in a worthy cause, heart, body, and soul. There is nothing left. You got mud and grass stains on your jersey of life. Your head's been banged up. You got a chunk of dirt hanging out of your forehead because you <laughs> slammed in the face. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. And up until now, you were leaving it on the table. Now you're ready to leave it on the on the field, right? Oh yeah, it's it's. Uh... <laughs> Mr. Black, I can't even tell you. I mean, it's life-changing, the experience. I mean, I, I just look around at the way things have been. I mean, I've only been back at the office since Monday. What's it, Thursday? Uh, yeah. The field's different already. I mean, the things yeah. at home are different already. I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, yeah, I mean, you start showing up with some enthusiasm and passion, and, you know, you got clear direction at work, and everybody sees that. I mean, it's changing. 
it's changing quick yeah, around here. It's, it's infectious. Experience. It's more infectious than COVID-19, isn't it? No matter what variant, right? It's just, it spreads, <laughs> exactly. doesn't it? And no mask oh, yeah. needed and, I mean, and no vaccine required. <laughs> oh, my team here is, they're so excited. I mean, I, I can't, you guys can't have enough of those classes right now. I mean, they're, uh, they're pumped. I mean, they so see cool. it in me, so... Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. And I got to tell you, you know, your dad called, I told you, in tears. He said, thank me. He said, you gave my son back. He said, my son was always a good man. I mean, he does well in work. He does well in life. He's always good. He goes, but uh, my, I raised him up in the way of God. And just for a reason, he's he hasn't been there. And uh, now he's come back home. And I don't know if you heard the first segment. That's why it's called this the prodigal pig. And not talk about you specifically. But really, where we're, the Bible says if you raise up a child in the way of a God, then he'll never depart. And what that really means is that they might go away, the world pulls on them, but eventually they'll come back because it's in their DNA. It's in their bones. And your mom and dad are great parents. You know that. They put a lot of good stuff in you. Oh, yeah. And we get, we get sideways sometimes. We get pulled this way and pulled that way. And it, whether it's intentional or not, we all of a sudden we realize, hey, we're off course. The same thing with a marriage. You know, if you don't feed it, if you don't take care of it, it, all of a sudden you look at each other one day, what happened to our passion? What happened to our, it needs to be worked. It needs to be fed. Uh, and so the class is leadership awakening because it is a wake up call. It is a awakening. First of all, I'd like to know uh, 48 hours. Uh, uh, and what I'd like to do is keep on for another segment right now. I want to talk the personal stuff. I mean, for you individually, not necessarily personally, but it could be. Uh, and then afterwards, I want to talk mm-hmm. about the bigger picture, how, how to build a culture using what we're talking about, because I think that's what people need to know that really culture is what it's about because everything comes from the culture. Uh, everything comes from the seed that you plant. If you plant apples, you're going to get apples. If you plant carrots, you're going to get carrots. And that's what business culture is. So, but this, this segment, let's finish out focused on you. What do you think? Think you right now, if you had to pinpoint something, Jed, what's the biggest takeaway, the biggest benefit you got from 48 hours of leadership awakening? This is going to sound crazy because I never really thought I lost them, but my family, yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like I got my family back. And wow. I mean, I went, I went to, uh, I go home every day. I love them. I hug them. I'm good to my wife. I've been a loyal husband my whole life. But, I mean, talk about clarity. That was, and then most importantly, I mean, my relationship with God. I mean, that's not going to happen to everybody in that class, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, of course. He's been tugging on me for a long time, and it's just, yep. I mean, I have the Lord back in my life. I feel like I have my family back, like I haven't had them in probably ever. So Wow. Well, yeah, I got to tell you, yeah. to hear your emotion and your voice, see, that's the most important thing. As you were saying that, you got choked up. I mean, you got choked up, and yeah. right? I mean, that's powerful. Yeah. Just thinking about your wife and your kids. I mean, you got emotional. You yeah. got choked up. And again, you you have the boats. You have the, the vacations. You have the house. You have a beautiful wife, I'm sure. You have beautiful boys, I'm sure. All that. And, and yet... You, most people say, man, you're so lucky, and you're around your kids, you're doing stuff with your kids, but for you to say, I got my family back, and it touched you, it got you choked up, and your dad got choked up talking about getting you back. I mean, that's why I do what I do. And what What have you noticed differently at work? Have you noticed yourself carrying on differently? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just a whole multitude of things. I mean, when you're going showing up to work and you're excited and you're not 
scared. You're not fearful of failure. Instead, you're excited about opportunity. Um, you and not scared to speak up because you know and trust in what you're saying. Um, I, God, it's, it's so hard to pinpoint, but immediately my first meeting on Monday morning, I felt different. Just everything yeah. about it was different. Um, yeah. I mean, it's going to have a huge impact, Mr. Black. I mean, uh, yep. it changed the world one day at a time, man. I, I wake Amen. up every day right now, like just super excited about the opportunity <laughs> in front of me. Uh, that, that is yeah. so cool. And that's contagious. A good leader is enthusiastic. And I'm telling you, people are noticing it. Uh, I remember your dad re- referenced me that uh, someone in your high end on the financial side called him up after talking to you and said, Dad, Jed's ready. He's ready to take us to the next level. I mean, whatever you said to him, whatever he saw, this guy goes, Terry, he's ready. He's ready. So uh, stay on the line, Jed. We're getting ready to go to hard break. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about the bigger picture, how we impact communities, how we impact our culture at work, how we impact uh, the people around us. So stay on the line. We'll be right back uh, after three minutes. Bye-bye. This is what change looks like. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. What's under your shoes? Dirty carpet? Dull tile? Let Clean Space sharpen your image and protect your large flooring investment with our 40 years of commercial floor cleaning experience. Visit CleanSpaceMN.com. That's CleanSpaceMN.com. Search for CleanSpaceMN.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 
30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management. So I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. This is Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm listening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. Today we are blessed because we got people who are living life like they matter. Recent graduates from Leadership Awakening, and we're blessed to have uh, Jed joining us. So, Jed, again, I thank you for your time, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So, hey, I want to bring up, you know, you're CEO, you're building company, uh, and to me, it's all about culture. You know, we use, we toss words around, and we don't really know what words mean, but, you know, we talk about business culture, American culture, uh, and, and, and business culture is the human side of our businesses. It's the hearts and minds of our people, their habits, their beliefs, their attitudes, you know, the, the way they interact with each other. It, it's also the values that underlay all decision-making. I consider a foundation for all relationships with our customers, internal and external. And so what I do in the class, and I tell you this the first night, is I create a culture of not accepting good enough, of creating a sense of urgency, yeah. demand absolute focus, demand not accepting good enough. If you make a mistake, that's okay. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. And you saw that culture. And once everybody bought in the culture, you saw uh, seven individuals become a powerful team. I mean, you experienced that, correct? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, it's incredible watching watching the transformation of some of these men that were in that class with me. It was uh, one of the most powerful things I've ever personally witnessed. Um, yeah, it's phenomenal. Like, like you said, I went into, yeah, I went into it, like, you know, I feel like I was pretty good, pretty strong, yeah. you know? I feel like I, w I was a leader, all these things. Mm -hmm. And uh, holy smokes, the things that I learned in that class and the impact yep. and the experiences and watching these other yep. men just change yep. right before your eyes was just unreal. It's oh, priceless. Yeah. It's it's hard to even explain. That's why I call it situational leadership. You know, a lot of people ask me. You said the same thing. What do we call that? Is it is it you call it training? Is it's, it's really not training. It's way more than that. It's a is it experience? It's really not. You know, so, uh, you know, it's situational yeah. leadership, right? I mean, you gotta you gotta fly yeah. by the seat of your pants. You got a lot of pressure put on you. Uh, it's chaos, organized chaos, uh, and in the process, you rise up. You learn what you're made of. Is that fair? What I said, I described it. Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, you. Yeah, it's a little uncomfortable. It's a little strange. You, you're out outside of your comfort zone. I mean, I was one of yeah. the most powerful things that. I mean, you said a ton of things, but the whole comfort yeah. zone. Most of us live in our comfort zone. That's where people yeah. go to die. Dreams go to die. I mean, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that was just like you're sitting in there doing these things that you have laid out in front of us, and you, the impact they end up having when you start them. You're kind of like, oh, what am I doing? And then all of a sudden, you realize when it's all put together. I mean, wow. I've just been living in my yeah. comfort. Yeah, and yeah. doing pretty good. What kind and of, see, that's what kind the of thing. man is that though? Like, it's so boring. Yeah. Living in your comfort. Yeah, you're right. Oh. See, 
you're you know, you're good enough. It's no fun. That's right. Yeah. But think about this, Jeb. This is why, Jeb, this is what happens. We, because our 70 or 80% for some of us is impressive, we start settling in. That, there it becomes our comfort zone because just half-hearting it. My dad used to call it half-assing it, mm-hmm. but just half-hearting it, right? You could do better than yeah. most. And that was the lie. That was the lie that you bought into. Don't you see it? And now that is a mm-hmm. big lie because what fun is that? My family deserves the best of me. My employees deserve the best of me. My God demands the best of me. Amen. So put your big boy God, pants amen. on and let's go. Right? Come right? on, man. Yeah. yeah. He didn't put <laughs> uh, me out here. I, I realize now that I didn't get put here to be okay or average. That's yep. not what I'm here for. Amen. Not what I'm here for. And I've just been letting him down and everybody around me down. Up until now. <laughs> up until now that's no, right I'm telling you I, i've never been more enthusiastic about my life more excited about the things that are out in front of me um it's crazy do i have a minute to tell like a little quick like story? yeah go ahead yeah go ahead so um this morning or in the middle of the night last night this is wanted to speak to like this whole process is i mean i've, I've been like floating and in the middle of the night last night, I woke up and something didn't feel right. You know, I felt like something else was tugging on me, right? And I tossed and turned the rest of the night, woke up at 444, not 445, you know, without the alarm, like you guys talked yep. about. Yep, but uh, I get up and I walk into my bathroom and something, something's different, right? And I pick up my phone and what do I have? I have a text from Mr. Black and immediately... I'm reading words of God, the stuff that you sent out, my mind, everything I realized right away, like somebody's pulling on me, somebody's fighting over me, and I could feel it just right away and was able with these things that we've learned to be able to correct it and get my mind back in the right place. And it took a little bit this morning. You know, you text yep. me, which I can't thank you enough for the support, um, the, the um, verses that you told me to read. I mean, what I realized is it's going to be a battle. But you've yep. given us tools in that class to to fight every day. Like a warrior doesn't wake up one day and be a warrior, right? That's right. It just doesn't happen. It's you got to put in the effort. And uh, yeah, I just, so that was just like a quick little short story of mm. you know it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. You're not gonna wake up every day, and it's not gonna be you know it's not gonna be sunshine and roses all the time. You that's gotta, right. That's what that's what this training's about is how to deal with it, right? That's right. That's right. Well, I'm oh. proud to know you. And you already got, what, about 10 people signed up already? And you're just starting. And your your dad's on some fancy golf course in California talking about us to a right couple. Th- you know, that's so cool. So I'm excited. We're going to change the world together. And whether anybody likes it or Absolutely. not, too bad. Nah, 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 nah. Right, brother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, my friend. Hey, God bless you. Have a great day. Okay, Jed? Thanks for everything, Mr. Black. You guys have a you're great welcome, day. Buddy. All right. You too, my friend. I want to share some words with you from Evelyn C. Sanders. Says, come home with me, said the prodigal son. We'll sing and dance and have lots of fun. We'll wine and dine with women and song. You'll forget you're a pig before very long. So the pig slipped out while mama was asleep. Shook off the mud from the mire so deep. Around his neck was a bow so big he's going to show the world a pig's not a pig. With a snout in the air, he trotted along with a prodigal son who was singing a song. It must be great to be a rich man's son. He would surely find out before the day was done. 
It didn't take him long to realize his mistake. He'd been scrubbed and rubbed till his muscles ached. He squealed when they put a gold ring in his nose and winced with pain when they trimmed his toes. He sat at the table on a stool so high, a bib round his neck and a fork to try, while the prodigal son in his lovely robe kept feeding his face, so glad to be home. When the meat came around, the pig gave him a moan. It looked too much like a kind of his own. He jumped from his chair with a grunt and a groan, darted through the door and headed for home. His four little feet made the dust ride high, for he didn't stop till he reached that sty. It's what's on the inside that counts, my friend, for a pig is a pig till the very end. The pigs and sons are marching to and fro from pig pen to father's house. Again, back they go. It's hard for me to tell just who is who with cleaned up pigs and dirty sons and then vice versa too. But in the end, on this you can rely, the sons will fill the father's house and the pigs will fill a sty. See, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of pigs in the father's house and there's a lot of sons and daughters in the pigsty. And I believe what I do at Like It Matters is I, I pull you out of the wherever you're at and I have you take an honest look at yourself. We clean up the past. We refocus on the future. We take a look at the belief systems that got us into our mess and we change those that don't serve us well. We wipe off the windshield of life with all the shouldas, shoulda done this and shoulda done that. We resuscitate the heart and we put you back, cleaned up, 90,000 on checkup ready to live your life like it matters. That's what I do. I'm not here to sell you on anything. Uh, I see a need, I meet a need. I'm not interested in your money. I'm interested in your soul. I'm interested in your heart. I'm interested in your mind. And by the way, so is many other people out there. And if they're blocked up with hurt and pain and regret and fear and doubt, how can you truly live to your potential? When are we gonna quit accepting good enough? We're bet. We're better than this. Too many of us are living below who God made us. It's time to come home. It's time to get rid of that muck and mire that the world put on us that you were never meant for. It's time to shake it off and step up. A, a righteous person will stumble seven times, but get back up. But the wicked, those pigs, those dogs, they stumble into ruin. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. The kid knows nothing. Not a joke.
Dennis Prager here with my friend Mike Hilborn, owner of Roof to Deck Restoration. Mike, I've seen roofs in the Twin Cities that have many years of life left, but are streaked and stained and look, quite honestly, terrible. Your company actually removes those streaks? Dennis, many people don't know it, but those black streaks and stains are caused by an algae that can be killed and cleaned away. Our process makes roofs look new again. Algae and moss grow on cedar shake roofs. Moss is especially damaging because it actually feeds on the cedar wood and prevents the wood from drying. And when wood doesn't dry, it rots. Cleaning and sealing a cedar shake roof actually extends the life of a roof. Mike, how can people learn more? See videos on our website at RoofToDeck.com. That's RoofToDeck.com. For a free quote, call 651-699-3504. Call now through Thursday and receive $100 off your project of $1,000 or more. Ringing Liberty. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.